0: In first place.
1: You in first, first place. You in
0: first place. You in first place.
1: I in first place. <laughs> so welcome to Royal Lust. And today is my thirtieth birthday. Edition.
0: This is the day she officially no longer gives a shit. Yep. Yeah. About what people think.
1: No shits. Only the good kind. Yep. <laughs> we will go over sexual dynamics and relationship, like what's what's the what's the deep root cause of tension sexual tension and frustration when it comes to sex
0: Yep, and we also be pretty vulnerable and share with you guys some pretty juicy stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: about ourselves personal
1: so story stay tuned S- stay tuned stay tuned for more on royal lust <laughs> Yay. Yay.
0: you turny turny you turny turny is it dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty. Dirty, that's weird. Well, first of all, your banner says the dirty 30. Why do you think this is the saying for a 30?
1: Why do I think it's the same? Yeah. Um, what
0: are your thoughts on it?
1: So, dirty 30 would mean to me that it's a time of. Just being who you are and embracing that because 20s, the 20s were a time of being insecure, getting to know yourself, not being sure of yourself, you know, having all of these weird and challenging experiences, relationships, just chaos. I feel like 20s is is pure chaos. (laughs) So dirty 30, I think is a symbol of like, I am me and you know, like it or not, that's who I am. And I'm going to attract the right people <laughs> who are also dirty. <laughs> who are also just themselves. I see dirty as just being yourself, mm. you know, being, being real. And, and not caring so much about what other people think.
0: hmm hmm Yes. Yeah, what like, about you? Like when- what do you think? Like when kids play. Yeah. They get dirty.
1: Yeah. Because they don't care. They don't care. They're not thinking, oh, am I getting my shirt dirty? Am I, oh my gosh, my shoes? They're not thinking about what their clothes look like or what their face looks like when they're playing. You know, when when you're in your twenties, you're like, oh my God, my hair, what do, what does that look like? What what does my outfit look like? I gotta change twenty times before I like it, you know. All that I feel like from from puberty until like through most of your most of your twenties, maybe the late twenties, you start to realize like, why am I, you know, why do I care so much? That's when I started to realize that. So I think 30s is really about embracing that and and putting your foot down and being real and saying not just not just becoming who you are, but also using your voice and saying who you are. You know, not letting people uh, take advantage of you and manipulate you and have their way and, and not say anything about it, you know. Like sweep things under under the rug. Don't do that <laughs> in your thirties. That's the message. If you see something and you don't agree with it or you don't like it, we'll say something about it.
0: Like what?
1: Like I was just watching some some interviews today uh, with just celebrities that you know they go to events and then they they have interviewers come up to them and question them. You know, there's that one with Jim Carrey. He was in this, they had a YouTube video of a series of different um, celebrities that have said like really, really honest and yet funny things because they were so honest. It was like funny. Mm-hmm. They were just, they didn't care. They're like, I don't know. Can, can you ask me a smarter question? <laughs> <laughs> they would say, or they would <laughs> just call them out for things that they're saying. like, um... Like some interviewer was talking about uh, veganism or something, and then and then who was it, Joan Rivers or something? Was like, you're wearing leather shoes, aren't you? And then she's like, yeah. And she's like, well, until you're not wearing leather shoes and you're not wearing and you're not eating meat, then you can ask me that question again. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like,
0: yeah, calling out.
1: People. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you have no right to, to say what you're saying. And I'm not going to let you get away with it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, (laughs) and that's actually really inspiring for people. That's what I've noticed is all the comments on that YouTube video were like, that's right. You know, yeah. You know, they were agreeing with the people that were standing up for themselves because they were right. And a lot of people have a hard time with that. I know for, I'm just getting used to doing that lately. But that was something that has been really hard for me all my life is just saying things very, very clearly and honestly. Yeah. But you're, that has come easy. That That's like pretty easy for you. I've learned how to become more of that through you.
0: The rabbit is now drinking water. <clears throat> Funny. It's easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I would say what's hard for me and what I'm trying to grow into, I guess, as an adult person is to... Because if you deliver your message to people too harshly, they're not going to hear it. And even if they do, they're gonna hate you for it, which happens to me all the time. Because I just wallop people mm-hmm. with my with what I have to say, and you know, I think in the long run, it's like good. It's better to say something than not say anything. Um, but it definitely does impede my relate. Like I don't have any real. Intimate relationships with anybody except you. Yeah. Um.
1: Well.
0: But I'm... I can also wallop you because we have trust, and 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 you can um. Yeah. Take it for what it is, you
1: yeah. I think there's a way to be honest with people and wallop them, like you said.
0: <laughs> wallop.
1: wallop.
0: Wallop.
1: Is it wallop? Is it what? What'd you say? Wallop. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: wallop. Wallop. of them. <laughs> I think there's a way to do it because what I noticed with all of these actors and celebrities that were in this YouTube video that I watched earlier...
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that noise? Oh, hello? Hello? Okay,
1: what? Okay, what I noticed with these celebrities and people being interviewed in this video and they were being very honest and, like, calling the interviewer out, they um i noticed a similar theme with what they were saying you know how they approached it it was like it was it it was like almost funny because it was true and it made and it like made the person interviewing them like laugh because out of stupid yeah. somewhat out of stupidity and at the same time
0: well <laughs> but but yeah. i think i think there's also like rapport there's rapport there and there's like a level of trust right but when someone doesn't trust you, and they, you guys have no rapport, and then you just go around saying really true things, it just creates a fight. Absolutely. They just feel less safe.
1: Right. In that situation, the people interviewing them came up to them, or they invited them on their. Yeah. So immediately, they, they want to talk to them. So it's like, yeah. well, I can be honest.
0: I have no rapport <laughs> built with people and no trust, and then I hit them with like harsh doses of reality.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, so I I would like to work on just being a little less, just a little bit more kind, I guess. Right. But it, but it's also difficult because when you're de- when you're dealing with people who are ma- manipulative. You know, I kind of don't want to be kind. I don't want to give them an opportunity to keep playing their game.
1: Yeah, it's hard.
0: I'd rather just be the asshole. Mm -hmm. And then then you're safe. Because like, if they're scared of you, they're not gonna try to mess with you, you know? Because people who lie, like pathological liars, they're kind of permanently that way. I've noticed I've tried to help pathological liars, and it's really hard because they're lying to themselves absolutely It's really hard to break people out of that yeah and i i just for good measure, just for good form, I'm not a pathological liar, and I don't lie to myself about shit
1: mm.
0: should i should i should I <laughs> be drop some honesty bombs here on the camera?
1: <laughs> yeah, about what. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I guess just about how imperfect I am, really. Yeah. Just to prove to you guys that I'm not some. I'm not. In, I'm not. I know. I'm not being a hypocrite. You know. Right. Sure. Hmm. You sure? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. Well, I guess there's two sides of it because one, we're working really hard towards what we want to create and how we want to help the world and show up and stuff. And at the same time, it's really hard right now. And money's hard and mm-hmm. I'm not making any money directly. And you know, you're pretty much pulling in all the money and you're doing it in a way that has been very challenging for me, mm-hmm. which is like getting punched in the ego over and over because mm-hmm. you're going on dates with guys and nice. rich. Men with high status or the, the classic high status. But so, yeah, I guess I'm a simp and a fucking bitch and what else and a fucking loser. But that's OK, because because <laughs> uh, because I'm OK with being in the dirt and I'm OK with being the underdog. And you got to start. You got to start, you know. I think that's what makes me special though, and that's kinda what makes us more powerful is that we are okay with taking the hits and like doing the work. And if you're dating all these rich guys, that actually in a way fortifies my ego in the long run.
1: Yeah.
0: It really does. It
1: makes it
0: stronger. It does. It makes it so that less things can hurt me.
1: Yeah. These these men that my clients their their ego is very fragile very very fragile and and they can't handle much that's why they don't have successful relationships with women (laughs) it's because they failed and they they haven't really shown up in the relationship and and worked on the relationship to make their partner happy and or they got into arguments and whatnot and they couldn't resolve the arguments. So it's jealousy, all this crap that they deal with in their relationship. Oh. That's really fragile stuff. That's like that's like that that is things that that are things that are things I don't know. We have dealt with in in our relationship head on. And those are the things that break most people apart. All of the things that have, for for centuries, have broken people apart in their relationship, divorces and all that, we've tackled head on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and successfully. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I like I said, like I don't bullshit you, and you don't bullshit me. Just mm-hmm. try. It. I tell you, like, hey, here's the porn that I watch. I'm fucking addicted to women's butts, and uh, I'm like Sir Mix-a-Lot over here, <laughs> and I I want to get more ass than a toilet fucking seat. I just tell you everything about me and stuff, yeah. and I'm not making it right. I'm not making it wrong either. I'm just like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, it, and then it's also like, what's the goal? You know, and you tell me straight up too, like, yeah, he uh, he has a bigger dick than you. You know, I find it interesting. I don't know. And then he's got more money than you. He dresses better. You know, he's you know, whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, but there's. There's also a goal, like we're aiming for something. There's a north star, which is this enlightened sexuality, this intense commitment to the relationship um, in a way where we're actually able to connect with and give back to the world. Me. And everything else is just kind of like the noise. It's like the chaos and it's very petty. Mm -hmm. You know, it just doesn't matter. Like, like you like you going on a date with some guy doesn't matter. No. Not really.
1: Yeah, when you look at the bigger picture, that's just a little crumb. It's like this little thing that happened. It's like yeah. all of these other things happen too.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And that was just like one little another little thing that happened, but it it doesn't define our relationship. It doesn't um destroy our relationship in any way. So mm-hmm. But we have a very, very strong relationship. We've been together for almost four years, and it's incredibly strong. Indestructible <laughs> strong. <laughs> it can, nothing can destroy us because we've just been through so much.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my past relationships were so fragile because we didn't talk about anything. There was no communication. They didn't share with me what they like. They didn't share with me that they watched porn. They did nothing. I didn't share with them anything. We were both cheating on each other. It was just terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The difference, I think, the difference with us is we're not cheating. Like that's not in our vocabulary. We doesn't nothing to cheat about. No. It's like if you have a thing you want to do with someone, then let's talk about it. That's great. What's the, you know, yeah. and then and then you know, I don't really have things with girls, but I watch porn and stuff. I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm working on is actually to retain my energy and just focus it into our business,
1: right.
0: Um, And not just waste it on dumb stuff like the stupid screen. I'm I'm working on it, and you're helping me. And the way you're helping me do that.
1: I have lipstick on. I'm great.
0: How are you? How are you helping me do that?
1: Um, schedule, being organized and having a schedule with us connecting, because I have a lot of clients. As an escort, I have clients. I see them and and. Um, you know, every time that happens, we need to connect with each other again. And because there, there's a lot of, you know, you feel left out, you know, reasonably feeling left out and feeling frustrated because you don't have any connections and I'm like having all of these connections. So scheduling out time for us to connect and me to connect with you and for, for me to love you and just, you know, have that deep emotional sexual connection with each other so so that it's going to help you retain in mm. that way. It's going to help you uh, retain your energy, but it's really hard for you to retain your energy when you don't have me holding you accountable. If I'm just allowing yeah. you to watch porn and, yeah, just, and just letting you ejaculate all the time, even when we have sex, yeah. then nothing happens you know it just yeah. keeps happening becomes this bottomless pit of you know just throwing out your all your energy especially for men because men men can ejaculate when they ejaculate they get rid of their energy they need to recover from that so so when a man is constantly ejaculating <laughs> no energy. he has nothing he's yeah. very empty yeah He starts from zero again and he has to go up and as soon as he gets up just even a little bit he'll probably ejaculate again and then down to zero down to zero yeah
0: (laughs) and then and then he'll drink coffee and do meth i don't do meth but i do adderall i was you know which is basically meth um so just stimulants and stuff to get through you know painkillers stimulants it's like brutal man when you don't have your sexual energy as a man it's really brutal and, and, a, and a lot of men, and I, I too, for the longest time, was a fish in a fit, you know, a fish in water. I didn't know. I just thought, this is what oh, I thought you're just tired.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You just need coffee. It's like, no, you don't. Because I remember when I actually started getting into Gnostic teachings and sacred sexuality and stuff, before I met you, I was retaining and doing like week stretches, two week stretches. It was a huge deal for me. I've never done that before. And there is not, they ha, they have not made a drug as good or better than sexual energy being retained in the body. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist. It's not possible. That stuff is like just infinite wells of energy. It's crazy. But I did notice once I got into a relationship with you, it is a two-person effort because we're the same thing. Because we're... Together, our energy is is together. Mm. Um, when you're when you're dating somebody else, like I I feel that, I feel the I feel that you know, and, and it gets me very frustrated feeling. Yeah. Not like angry, I mean frustrated. Like I gotta do it. I think. I also think though because I want to be a part of it. I think that like yeah. the deeper thing is like I, I actually wish I was there. Yeah. It took me quite a bit to work through that, to learn that about myself. Because obviously as a man, all you feel for at first is like just horror. Like it, you don't even know what you feel. You just know you don't want to feel it. But after I worked through it and we've done a lot to work through it, mm-hmm. we've done all these sessions to like work through it. Now I started to realize like, I think actually really the problem is feeling separate feeling separated from it.
1: Yeah and I hate that too. I hate that it's separate and and I hate that what I don't like about my job is that is that a lot of my clients, a lot of these male clients that I see don't want you know don't want any other men there. <laughs> and I really think that's what they need. They need to connect with other men and they need to be honest with their partner about what they're doing too. But I, I really, I really do believe that is the real medicine, and that's something that they're not doing. Mm. So, yeah, I, I wish that like we're we're trying, we're making our own website, and we have our whole business thing going. So it's going to be both of us, and uh, we're going to be changing the way things are, you know, a little bit. What? Like instead of it being so separate, because right now a lot of the times it's primarily men.
0: It's stupid
1: that hire escorts or yeah. or for dates. It's like men hiring women, right? Yeah. To accompany them. And men are left out. And yeah. it's really hard for men to, men would, I've, I've talked to so many men and, and they like, some of them envy me for being able to do this. They're like, yeah, if I was a girl, I'd totally do this. But I'm a guy. <laughs> so I don't, I don't well, get I as do. much attention as you would it's not like a sustainable source of income
0: well hold on now
1: but there is ways you can but it does, it's not as easy as it is for women let's just put it that way yeah. it's not like oh i could just put my picture up and then i'll get i'll get like hordes of men contacting me it's like right. or people you know for that for that sake it's very easy for women and women 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 can be Women can be big, they can be any color, shape, size, and they will still get a ton of clients.
0: Because they have a yoni.
1: It's the power of the- They
0: got a cooch.
1: Power of the pussy. So it's like, yeah, women, you have that birth given power and that's pretty amazing. Men have to really work a lot for that. to have that kind of power, sexually, to have that kind of
0: power. Well, really where men's sexual attraction comes in is there is qualities about them. Unless they really are like physically, you know, wow, Aquaman. Yeah, they just like,
1: whether they were born that way or they got plastic surgery or whatnot, or they worked really hard for it. um,
0: But I want to say something really quick because I can hear kind of a couple voices in my head being like, what in terms of the ejaculation thing and you yeah. helping me? Of of voices being like, Well, why can't he just do it on his own? Why does he need hmm. his girlfriend to fucking do it for him? Like, what's that? And it's really I would just say it's really like cause if cause I'm wondering if any men have the thought in their head, like, do I do I really need a woman to help me with that? I would say if you're alone, no. You need you to help you with that. And it's going to be really difficult to go past a certain point on your own because you do have to. I guess you don't have to, but I, I don't think it's healthy personally. And um, everything I've read points to it not being healthy, to just go it alone forever. But... You do need a woman to circulate that energy with, just like point blank. Like she's basically the water and you're the fire and you guys got to make steam. You got to get it steamy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's just just not that simple of like, why can't I just do everything on my own? Because we are interdependent with each other. Mm -hmm. Like what you do affects me. We're a team in this together. What I do affects you. And we're taking care of each other's body. That's part of the commitment of relationship. And I know a lot of people are not ready for that and they're just not ready to be in a proper relationship. And I'm just gonna say things that offend people right now. And that's fine. Cause I've met a lot of people who are like not ready, but they're like going around, you know, purporting, promoting that they are in some woke thing, but you're just not. Right. When you're like, I am completely independent from my partner, I need nothing from them. It's not true you're one energetic unit. You need everything from each other, Mm -hmm. you know? And then if there's like something that you, you know, this always comes up, oh, my partner can't be everything. What happens when my partner can't be everything? And then it's like, well, I guess it depends what? what? What does that mean, you know? Because with men, it usually means they're looking for a feeling and they're not getting it. So they start to look for that feeling elsewhere. Yeah. And with the men, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys know what the feeling is, is it's you. It's you and your energy. And if you're like, I don't feel the way I wanna feel, it's because you suck. It's because you need to yeah. retain and circulate your energy and then you will mm-hmm. feel better. Yeah. And you won't feel like you need to look elsewhere for things.
1: Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's absolutely true.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of the times when I have clients that say, oh, I want to be, you know, wanted and, you know, I want to feel wanted and desired. I'm like, well, you do you desire yourself? That's something yeah. that I'll ask them and, and they'll say no. And I'm like, well, that's the yeah. real problem.
0: Yeah, what he needs to do is he needs to like get butt naked in the mirror or something or like take a bath and like rub it his damn self.
1: Love himself. Like yeah. you know, most of the time I'm not saying all men do this, but a lot of men get into the pattern of just when they when they masturbate, they're just doing it really fast and just doing it to get it all out. And they're
0: looking at a woman.
1: And they're looking at a woman and it's like this it's it's this, this really panicky state of mind that they're in. Just like ah, oh, I wanna get it out, you know. And they're not loving themselves in the process. They're actually putting like hate into themselves and other in the world, probably mm. too.
0: Mm. What else?
1: Um, <laughs> and and that's that's where a lot of people are at right now. Um, it doesn't mean that's where we have to stay. We don't have to stay in this very sexually frustrated. World where men are sexually frustrated and angry, and then they're taking from women, and women hate men, and it's like I hate you, you hate me. It's like <laughs> calm down. <laughs> there is a solution, and um, it really starts with recognizing the root of the problem, where this issue is coming from in the first place, and understanding the opposite sex. Instead of just blaming them, oh, you're an asshole, you're a dick, you're, um, you are narcissists or whatever. (laughs) Women (laughs) use, and and the opposite for men calling women bitches, using them for their body, you know, being um, assholes. (laughs) It's like, well, there is a solution, like, it's understanding and getting to know what really is the problem. Why is this happening? I've gotten to know men, not only through my through my sessions, through my clients, but really through you, because we spend every day together and we've overcome so much together that I've learned things about men that I never would have through some of my clients and then through you. Mm-hmm. By you telling me how you're feeling, what's going on in your body, uh, what, your, what your patterns are when it comes to you masturbating and all that stuff when it comes to sex. And yeah, I just learned a lot that way. Sometimes women women are uh, in a relationship with a man who does have money and in the, the man that they're with doesn't have emotional depth. And he's very distant from her in that way. Uh, with intimacy and being sensual and stuff and connecting with her emotionally. So she goes outside and seeks an emotional connection with a guy who, who's more sensitive, who's more, right. you know, heart centered or whatnot.
0: I guess, I guess you can say it's a feeling, too.
1: Yeah, that can be a feeling, too.
0: Yeah. But it's a
1: feeling, but usually it, it's, it it tends to differ, I guess. It's different. It's between men and thing. women. No. Usually,
0: <laughs> women seek qualities in men, and men seek, you know, I guess qualities in women too, but they're just vastly different. Men are like, who's got the biggest butt? Who's got big boobs? I want like big hips. I want a girl who gives big, nice blowjobs. You know, yeah. like that's what guys are thinking. Yeah, we're about. To-
1: we're talking about men who 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 are you know heterosexual men.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, it's funny too. I guess we're getting into hot, hot territory, but that—that would—that would be by definition, if you ask the feminist, um, objectification. But um, I mean, but I mean, that's the man's world. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a, it's a it's The world is object to man.
1: And there's there's a there's some truth to that when it comes to women too. I mean, women like looks too that's not they're not going to completely put that aside and just forget about that Mm -hmm. women look at men's bodies and uh, does it you know is it something I'm attracted to does he have like XYZ traits that I'm attracted to you know Yeah.
0: so you you were saying something about me and how I taught you stuff and how you've noticed my patterns and stuff with sex and masturbating Mm -hmm. What, what exactly does that mean
1: um, just you communicating with me. <laughs> in, in my past, I was in oh, relationships okay. where the guy did not say anything to me. And I was completely left in the dark. So I had no idea, like, in in the relationship I was in before I met you, um, he would always turn the light off when we were, like— he would have sex when you turn the light off.
0: That's insane. Cause you have this killer <laughs> body, and it's like, why would you not look at it?
1: Yeah, it blows and me away. and at first, and at first, I would be silly about it, and I would joke around with him. And I'd be like, "Give me the light switch, like, and turn it back on," so and we'd be weird. joking around about it. Oh man! And I'm like, keep it on, and then so, um, but then as the relationship, um, progressed over the years, I started to get upset about it. I'm like, hey, there's actually oh. something wrong. Why are you doing this? You know, there's no, there's no eye contact. I can't see you. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, he so I started have, to well, cry. He must have just been.
0: Cry. He must have been more ashamed of his body than he his desire to see your body.
1: Yeah, and he had a Jeez. he had a great body. You know, he was he was slim and f- and fit in a way. He's tall. And, it's the
0: shame of sex. Though.
1: It was the shame of sex. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he grew up in in a religious family, cool. so.
0: A religious.
1: <laughs> so that just like drove me nuts that he wouldn't tell me anything. So that was my example of someone I've dated in the past that just didn't tell me anything. And it drove me crazy. Drove me nuts. So you are the complete opposite. And that was just a breath of fresh air for me. I didn't know what was going on in these men's heads because they weren't telling me. And I was shy in the past. I wasn't communicating either. So I would just be quiet, and we would just be quiet. We didn't know what the heck was going on. If I felt a certain way, if, if my gut was telling me something, I didn't say something, and neither did they. So we mm-hmm. never solved any problems. Mm-hmm. But because you communicate with me, because I communicate with you, we are able to get to the bottom of but things. What
0: what exactly is like a pattern that you've learned about me with sex and masturbating?
1: What is the pattern?
0: Yeah. Just.
1: I would say A pattern is, well, a pattern is really, it's not out of the ordinary. Your pattern is not, I wouldn't say, it's something like completely unique.
0: No, it's probably very common. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty typical.
1: So it's, it's really just being frustrated, just being sexually frustrated and wanting to get that frustration out. And the only way you feel that is possible is through porn to do it to do it yeah. frequently because you don't want to bother me, you know. you don't want to bother me all the time, that's what you say. Yeah. With constantly like every day wanting to ejaculate, you know, you don't want to make that my responsibility to help you ejaculate, so you'll just go watch porn and yeah. do it that way. Yeah. But then you feel disconnected to me and then yeah, that's just the pa- that's a pattern I would say that I notice. Yeah. Mm. So with sex, I mean, I would say it's, let me see if there's a pattern. When we have sex, is there some sort of pattern? I mean, I would say there's a pattern within me when we have sex, which I, 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 I feel bad a lot. If if I, I know that you ejaculating all the time isn't good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I know, like, the energy and science behind why it's not good. (laughs) I don't know if it's really scientific, but. No, um, it is. Yeah, science. (laughs) It's
0: literal stuff. You can look it
1: up. So I I feel um, pressured to. Not that you're pressuring me directly, but I just feel a pressure within myself to make you ejaculate. Because mm-hmm. if you don't ejaculate, then I feel bad that you didn't. And oh, now you're yeah. going to go watch porn. And now I feel bad you're not connecting with me and we're doing it together. So it's like, yeah, there's that cycle of yeah. just kind of giving that to you because I know you're going to go do it anyway. Yeah. You're going to go in the bathroom and watch porn. So it's like, yeah, there's that, sh- there's that struggle within me when we have sex
0: what do you want it to be
1: i want it to be just me saying no and here's why here's why i want you to not ejaculate and here's why it's important and and to connect with each other in many ways and not just not just we're always loving and sweet with each other and and adorable and cute and kissing and hugging we're doing that constantly
0: but, what did you just say Ah, now we're filming you eating. So you were just saying something about sex or something? What? Something about doo-doo?
1: I was saying something about...
0: Doo-doo, caca, pee-pee.
1: When it comes to us. Because... I was saying that we are super sweet and loving and adorable, constantly kissing each other all day, every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when it comes to sex, there's that um, pattern within me to just give you the ejaculation. Right. Because if if I don't, then I feel bad and, oh, I know you're going to go watch porn and do it anyway. Yeah. So then I feel, oh, no, we're gonna, we're not going to connect with each other if I don't do it. And so there's that pressure within myself. You better do it. Do it.
0: I'll kick your ass. What? No. No, I'm not.
1: No, you don't. You don't give me fear that you're going to hurt me ever. So it's not that at all. It's just this this feeling of, I don't know, oh, I feel bad. I feel sad if I don't. But so what, what's going to be really important for you in order for you to retain is for me to be strong in myself wow. and to give you the love and the connection and doing so with our bodies, but without feeling the need or the pressure inside of me to give you the ejaculation and if I don't then oh then the whole thing was pointless and you're just gonna go off (laughs) and do it anyway so I don't know Mm. so it's really really just about me stepping up in that way and not giving in
0: Mm.
1: not giving in to you or what I think you might do anyways just telling you what I want this this is what I want and and this is why it's important for you to do that And that we're doing this together. We're working with each other for this to happen. And that's what you mentioned. You said, that's what you want for me to help you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, well, why I want that, why I want that too, is because I don't want to just splooge because when you just splooge, um, you're a shit, you're a turd and you suck and all of your energy is gone. And if you're used to feeling like that, it's a desolate life, man. Mm-hmm. Creative, everything, gone. And you're no longer a planet. Like you no longer have magnetism. People like you, you know, when when you, when I found, when I retained, when I had my sexual energy, like at peak, I mean, I swear to God, people just teleported into my life yeah, all of a sudden.
1: That's when we like, met. Like it was strange. That's when we, we met and, and when we were first together, I was really shut down because I was in a relationship that wasn't working, a long-term one, and then I met you and you, ha- you were like glowing. <laughs> this angelic, angelic man
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I was.
1: floated into my life. Yeah, that's how you
0: perceive me as this glowing person.
1: Yeah. yeah. And of course, over time we got used to each other and we, we merged with each other. But at the beginning of the relationship, when we would have sex, I was crying and I was having all these awakening experiences. Like I've never felt this before. I've never felt a man truly connecting to me and my heart. So it was very emotional for me in a good way, mm-hmm. in a very good way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I would make sure. Cause when you have your sexual energy too, boys, you're kind of the you're kind of like Merlin, you're the wizard. And I know people don't want to believe this because they're little logical brats, but it's fine because logic is going to catch up, folks. We already have scientific data coming out slowly about this. There's an electromagnetic field. I'm going to say this again. I'm saying it now, folks. This is like, this is like Dogecoin, okay? This is fucking Bitcoin. So hop on the train. There's an electromagnetic field around your fucking heart. Excuse me and you can direct that energy through your intention and through your touch and you can do things to people okay it's real whatever and um, <clears throat> when you have your when you have your semen retained in your sexual energy <coughs> you can direct that energy around and inside of a woman's body and and do things to her like have her have an emotional release uh, remove pain Blockages. I'm. I'm. E- I even dare to say cancer. And I am going to do when I have more money. I'm doing research on cancer. Cancer research on on my current hypothesis about how cancers form and how to get rid of them. Because my hypothesis is that cancers are emotional. They're emotional waste that gets stored into the body. And the cells. The cells are trying to combat combat that waste. Like. When you're having a poor emotional experience and you're literally full of cortisol, it's like you're full of battery acid. You're, you're destroying yourself. And like I said, a lot of people live in this fish in water thing where they don't realize that they're living in an, a, a vat of acid. Like their blood is acidic. It's like full of cortisol and all this shit. And then they just, their cells blow up and they die of cancer. But anyway, I really do think that that's true, but it doesn't matter. All that matters is our subjective experience, I guess, which is the energy thing's real. You feel it, you have orgasms to it, you're crying, mm-hmm. you're having these tingling sensations go up your spine, the Kundalini thing. I've had this experience with multiple women. It is mm-hmm. confirmed in my world yeah. that it's a real thing. And it's fun too, because when you're retaining, you can have sex every day, all day. You can just constantly be you know, in this world.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You could just keep circulating and moving and you can share that yeah. with other people.
0: Yeah, you're like Zeus with the lightning bolts and you can just like cast your lightning bolts like wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would recommend doing it with, you know, someone that you trust, like don't be going around Cause I I went around and I actually ended up freaking out a couple of girls who thought I was some dark wizard, fucking guy, and they got all scared, cause I was doing like energy stuff with them, and they like became afraid. I'm like, no, this is a, this is a benevolent thing. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to help you. I'm just I'm just being loving, but
1: some people are not ready for
0: that. Yeah, they're not ready for <laughs> Hogwarts, and I know a lot of people hearing this, they're gonna think I'm nuts, and that's fine.
1: Hogwarts. Whatever. Yeah, we're all magical. We're all witches, wizards, gnomes, and whatnot. But <laughs> a lot of the times we forget that. We forget who we are.
0: By the way, I offer sessions, Mhm. but it costs 12 grand, so.
1: Right. He's amazing, and you've done so much work to be able to be who you are today. Which is just incredible it's incredible.
0: Well my my plan is, um and I gotta get better at this too, get on my on my game. Uh is to really master the retention part and be able to do the lightning bolt thing, you know, pretty much at will with anybody. So if they've got some issues we can just blow through that stuff in one session. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about that? About me being sexual with people and calling in healing?
1: I think that's Do you great. think I'm
0: just one of those crazy abusive guys?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Oh.
1: I think if you if you do you're someone that has actually done the work in your life and you've you've really done the healing work on yourself and you've had teachers to help you along the way, which you have. If you've done that then and you've truly done it and you're going into this field of work of, of sexual healing or whatever you, you want to call it with the right intention, there's no reason that there should be anything creepy about it. <laughs> it should be for the purpose that you said. Mm. And the other person should feel that way too.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I think the major difference is just it's it's literally just here's how you can tell if if someone's a creep, which most of uh, most guys doing this kind of work are fucking creeps. Mm-hmm. That's also part of the reason why I'm doing it, because it's just so gross. And you can tell more about that if you want. You don't have to, but you know all about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the ma- the key difference is like, is he doing something for him or you? Do you know what I'm saying? Is he being selfish? Is he being the devil? Or is he being Christ? Is he is he being selfless? And he's he actually you know.
1: We've had yeah. enough men. <laughs> women have had enough men taking from them. I can I can confirm that, and a lot of other women can too. Is that they feel absolutely taken from, whether it be raped or just energetically taken from men. Or it was just all about them. The men were just being really selfish, and, and they didn't give her what she wanted, whether it be touch, whether it be some sort of mm. um, gesture, companionship, anything. And it, it becomes a very selfish act a lot of times for men. They get in their head, and it, and they just, like, they just want to take this happens a lot in my session so i know what it's like which is
0: weird though because you should you should play the long game and you should get an ego you you should what the win-win is you tie your self-image into actually helping people right so then you get an ego boost yeah when it works
1: the thing is a lot of a lot of You're
0: playing the short game
1: yeah absolutely yeah. A, a lot of I'm going to say men in this situation.
0: What is men? Because I
1: have experience with men and this is what I've learned from my experience is that these men haven't worked on themselves. So they have they, they are unaware that they are taking. When they're touching women, they're unaware that they're ta- they're actually not giving to the woman. They're actually taking from her. And that's why women are pissed off. <laughs> that's why women are angry right now. Is <laughs> because they feel taken from. But these men don't know that they're doing that. Mm. They actually don't know. (laughs) And in order for a man to be someone that a woman wants to be around, he has to be aware of that and he has to work on it. So he's not doing that anymore. And that's a huge task for men to take on because that means he has to work on himself. And a lot of men don't want to work on themselves. They don't want to admit to the fact that they need help That they are not perfect. So that's my speech. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's a lot of ego wrapped into it. Oh, I have to be strong. I have to be a man. I have to be, you know... I can't let anyone else see that I need help, that I, I'm vulnerable in any way. That That is the pressure that men face from society, understandably. However, I'm sorry, men, you're gonna have to get over that and you're gonna have to be vulnerable and you're gonna have to admit that you do need help when it comes to women. Mm because we we can't have any more of this like
0: yeah it's funny how your your guys like your clients still they'll, they'll try to pretend like they'll try to mm. m- pretend stuff like like it isn't yeah. what it is <laughs> and you're not they're not your client or something it's like they try to get this big thing of ego about it
1: well they do they just like I hear this so many times I can't count how many times I've heard this over and over again from my clients was that Oh, I want to give you pleasure. I want to give you, but if you do, at when I first started um, doing the work that I do with men, I would, I'd be, I'd be like, I would believe them in in some way. Like, oh yeah, I'll let him give to me, but he 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 was not giving. <laughs> he was the way he's touching is like, you know, it's right. like this doesn't feel good. Yeah, this is not you. this is not giving. And then I say, a and tricker. then. Right, and then I say what I want to him. Hey, hey, that, you know, I'll redirect him. And say, hey, that doesn't feel good. Can you do this? He'll do it for half, of, like, maybe a minute, and then he'll go back to what he was doing. So I'm like, first off, this does not feel good, and it, it really doesn't feel good because you're not actually giving to me. You don't even know what I want, so you're not giving to me. And every time I say what I want, you ignore it, you don't listen. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. That's really frustrating. That's really, really frustrating. So I can imagine for women that are actually in a relationship with men like that. Wow. I mean, I can, I can, I can understand why you don't want to have sex with your partner anymore, your husband, if he's acting like that. I mean, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to have sex with him.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like go yeah. over there.
0: <laughs> I can, I can provide women to just a really basic experience of just getting what she asked for. You know, nothing more, nothing less. Like, I want a foot rub. Okay.
1: Yeah, just anything. I want
0: a strawberry.
1: Something my client yesterday said was he was he was he was complaining that he he's very honest and and when he goes out on dates he he is really honest with the woman and he'll ask her what like what she likes or what she wants. Which I don't know if this is true. If he actually does this in a way that that's. That's actually working. <laughs> or, um, but he was complaining that that he pissed women off to the point where they like stormed out.
0: That's not because
1: good. he was being he he was just being open about sex and stuff and asking questions and they got pissed. They do you were mean, like What mad. does he
0: mean by open though?
1: Well, I don't know. <laughs> sound I like, can't. I would have to be yeah, there. Yeah, but okay, I would have it, to right. be there in order to know what the heck happened. Well, shit.
0: Oh I was just being open, and they got upset. I
1: just <laughs> was asking. I was just asking them questions, shit. and
0: <laughs> oh shit! I was just. <laughs> and then she slapped oh, me across
1: the face and said "fuck you" and left. Well, it's like no, you I know doubt what he it. was
0: doing. I know what he was doing. He was. He was. He wasn't really asking questions. No.
1: He was making it about him, <laughs> and she was like, "What the hell? This is yeah. like." he's I'm, like. So, I'm have you huge. have
0: you ever done deep throat before? Like, those are probably the questions.
1: Right. Yeah. Instead like, of, offensive uh, questions. Yeah, inf- offensive. Instead he's of. He's not
0: curious. <laughs> he's of, leading her. They're leading questions.
1: Yeah, instead yeah. of asking her, like genuinely, what.
0: What, what do you do, like? What do you like? What do you what want? want?
1: What do you want? No he's like
0: do you do deep throat?" yeah <laughs> And she's like, "What the f- get this clown out of here dude
1: yeah he he did have that clown clownish Fucking
0: behavior
1: clown. so Sorry. I can I can definitely see that is probably what he did and it didn't go well. yeah he's a clown yeah.
0: that's too bad yeah a lot of dudes are clowns man. I want to smack him, but oh. I don't because I want to be peaceful.
1: That's
0: why, that's why he hired me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so, but okay. Actually, anyway, He
1: was annoying to me too. So, so
0: the solution, what's <laughs> the solution? Have,
1: he needs a lot of work.
0: The solution. What do you think it is to these clowns? Cause a lot of women are dealing with clowns. Mm-hmm. Actually, all women are dealing with clowns. It's the fucking circus. Mhm.
1: In the it's a, world, it's a,
0: a grand tour.
1: It's a grand grand dick circus. The
0: world tour of the circus, yeah. With
1: the the world weenie fest. Yeah. Circus weenie.
0: Yeah, and then and then there's a lot of women too who are just straight up cynical, and then they just become evil. Yeah. And I've dated those women, and it sucks.
1: Well, I have something to say about that. Those, those women are that way because they've been hurt so much. They, they had so much dick in their vagina that has, disre- like dick that has disrespected them, that has hurt them, that didn't care about them. And they kept doing it over and over again until the point where they were like, I'm pissed. I hate men. They're assholes. And then they just shut them all down
0: yeah and then a nice guy actually does come around someone who's like genuine and they're just they're just putting all that shit on him.
1: yeah then they're like screw you you're just like those other you're men
0: just like them yeah
1: and so so they're pushing men away that well are genuinely good men that genuinely want to grow and, right. and have a relationship and then they're like nope they got this huge wall up yeah. So women, women that are in that position, they let so many men into, into their body that for women, women receive. So women are the receivers and women absorb energy in their vagina because it's going inside of their body. So it's like a sponge in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Men can with their dick a little bit, but not in the same way women do.
0: No. Yeah.
1: A lot of men, men
0: do with their heart, though.
1: Yeah, I would say it's the really heart the is heart is
0: very receptive.
1: Right. What yeah. Men can really feel if if a woman is is not being authentic, if she's if she's just trying to get something from him or not. So that happens with men in their heart, but for women, it, it's her vagina, because that's the one thing that men, you know, they want to be in her vagina. <laughs> uh So so that's a very powerful place. The JJ. And uh, f- for women who are just taking in all of these men and all of their their energy, their their shit and, and not clearing it out of their body, mm. become very resentful, very angry. Yeah. So and they
0: just get nasty? Oh yeah,
1: you yeah. Know?
0: And then um, they end up it's funny because <laughs> <laughs> you have a you had a bunch of old friends that um, were just dead set on making me out to be some psycho. Mm -hmm. they're like, he's dangerous, he's a murderer, he's fucking this sick.
1: They were projecting all What
0: are you talking- I like have like the most, the purest, the purest record, the purest background. Yeah, you do. uh, You know, of of anyone that I've ever met. You guys are funny, man. And they're like, no, he is (laughs) this way. Really, you've known me for a week. Yeah. All right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> they're projecting all of their past experiences with men onto you. Yeah. When they have no idea, they're like, just make it. It's just saying, oh, you're just like this yeah. person.
0: But the hardest thing, because I need to, I need to get smarter because they used to get me. Because this is how these, these chicks work. This is just straight up like entrapment. This is just a thing that people do. Is they... Put things on you that are not true, and then when you when when they push your your buttons and then you explode, they use that as evidence. Mm-hmm. As I will see, he is he is the psycho. I knew it. See everybody, look, he's upset. Right, he's yelling, and I got to learn how to not do that because man, I've gotten tricked so many times.
1: Yeah, that's really manipulative of them to do that, and it's really messed up. But that happens. It's fucked up.
0: Yeah, but that's how they keep themselves completely away from anything. They use that trick. Yeah, It's brutal. That's a brutal trick. Now I would say if some dude wants to, my advice would be if some dude, you know, you really want to, for some, whatever reason, you want to get through that friggin labyrinth they have set up, it's, you just can't, um, you just can't let them break you down like that. You just have to keep showing up as love and just don't get angry like I did basically. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, I see, you know, that's your, your you know, you're allowed to think that, that's cool. And um, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, I'll bring you coffee or something, how's that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't um, react or cave in to, to what they're trying to get out of
0: you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with you, you, you didn't like attack me. Like your thing would be like you would just run away and you wouldn't answer texts and stuff and it was really clear that you were scared. So that was like I could do that with you, but like some of the other girls and some of your f- like friends and stuff, like they're just being really rude and mean and putting stuff on me and spreading rumors and lies. And I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah,
1: that, and they were trying to put because I was really shy and quiet at the time when that was all happening, they would turn me into the victim like, oh you know we, you can always come over here and oh you should just you should just be single you know you should just be right. not in a relationship you know they were they were definitely saying things along those lines yeah and they were saying that because I wasn't speaking out for myself. I was just like, I don't know what to do I'm confused. I was very confused at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful who your friends are. Yeah. Like, are your friends the version of you that you want to be?
1: At that time, no, they weren't. I, I was confused. So, I was genuinely confused as to who I was. This was when I was in in my, um, about my mid-20s. Well,
0: that's, yeah, most, I would say most. Yeah. More.
1: In my mid-20s, around 25, 26, and... I still didn't know what the heck I wanted. I wasn't really that sure. So I was hanging out with all kinds of people. Different, different, um, all different walks of life. (laughs) And I was still trying to figure out, like, who who do I resonate with? What do I want?
0: Well, like, who has the signal? Like, who, who is noise and who is signal?
1: Well, you were the one that had the signal, and I wanted that. You were the only one. I had I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of people that were around me, but you were the only one that I felt that strong pull to and I'm so happy that we stuck it out and we actually and I didn't just cave into all these um tactics people had. Yeah,
0: the noise.
1: <laughs> the noise.
0: Yeah. People's crap. Oh Yeah, oh, chaos, man. Crap. It's evil and it's chaos is what it is. It's people yeah. who are identified with chaos. Literally, one of your friends is like, I'm an, I'm a relationship anarchist. Yeah. That's how she identified. It's like, okay, so you're evil. I'm going to stay away from you. Until you start identifying with the light and with good, I'm going to stay away from you. Thank you. Yeah. Should have walked away like right there, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty.
1: I wasn't, I wasn't strong enough in my in my sense of self in my voice at the time to speak up about anything put me in that situation today they would not get the same version of me that's for sure yeah
0: yeah all right so it's your 30th birthday we're building Royalist mm-hmm. what's royalist
1: Royalist is. You're probably wondering, well, what is Royal Last Lost? Oh, that is that good or is that bad? It's
0: the next Playboy. <laughs> yeah, but it's better. It's
1: better. It's the it's the advanced and, and evolved version of Playboy. Not Playboy, but maybe kind of with the a similar concept is well, there. It is focused on. Yeah. There's an element of sexuality, and the element that we bring in around sexuality is well art music and education i'd say those are the top
0: play well playboy is like the creepy old guy version (laughs) it's like (laughs) the old way it's like you know it's gross girls are getting paid to do you know what in the house and whatever
1: it's really focused on just the guys and and what they want and then the girls are just kind of doing it because they're they're getting the social approval they're getting paid you know it's, it's not like a Oh, I really love this and I really wanna be there. These women, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily feel or not feel that, but I didn't necessarily see that with the women yeah. who were associated with Playboy. And a lot of them actually spoke up about how fucked up it was when they were there. Yeah. Like it was it was like not what they thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the reason why a lot of people become doctors. It's not because they want to help people. It's because they want the money and the prestige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is like, a, they'll admit this too. I know people who are like, yeah, I don't give a shit about my patient. I'm trying to get that money, son. Yeah. You what the fuck?
1: Right. It, the, the intention, the purpose, and the vision becomes clouded by money. And, and who, who, who knows if the intention or the vision for Playboy was ever a good one, was ever ethical, was oh, ever, no. like, focused Probably on not. women and actually caring about women no. instead of just using them as a thing to get right. more money, to get more exposure.
0: Yep.
1: Because, you know, sex sells. They use it for marketing. So,
0: Well, Royalist is a place where, and it's just an idea about, And I guess it's like a culture about um, everybody getting what they want. But more importantly, everybody getting what they need. And like discovering that for themselves. You know, what is the deeper truth there? And having fun along the way, Mm -hmm. too, you know. Yep. Um, Absolutely. We're just,
1: we're starting Royalist, just you and I, and, and we're just doing what we love, making music, putting music out there, um, doing these podcasts, getting on camera, sharing with you our experiences around sex and sexuality. We have a lot of those, <laughs> education. Um, and then whoever enjoys this and wants to join us and and bring in whatever they have to offer, that is cohesive with this. And yeah, that's awesome. Right. So we're just kind of creating this planet and then whoever wants to come in and join, have fun in this planet, well, let's do it. And let's put a message out into the world of, of what the change that we want to see when it comes to relationships and sex and all of that stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and the the change I want to see is, I, I would say, just more respect, more devotion, more consecration. Like to consecrate the something means to like you know you're, you know to to. Design it, to be intentional with it, to, you know, be clear, like to put good energy into it and to really redo sex and sexual energy as like you're literally creating reality through the way you do sex. Mm -hmm. I heard this from someone and I agree that the way you do sex is actually the way you do life and like your life will reflect that. So it's really important for us as a collective to redo the way that we do sex mm-hmm. in life and the way we treat each other right. and and like children, you know, educating the kids earlier
1: yeah,
0: um, for sure. Like making that. sure the parents aren't, you know, making sure the parents are good. Too.
1: A huge part of, of, of educating children is actually educating the adults first because that's, how the, that's who the children learn from. They pick up on those behaviors. And I can say that if my parents were <laughs> working on themselves and being a good example for me, I wouldn't have had and acquired a lot of the issues that I grew up with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: with violence and all of that. It starts from the root up.
0: <laughs> Yay. Yay! Is that it?
1: Yeah, and and royalist is like about giving giving appreciation and care to those who have been feeling left out and neglected, and a lot of like. I have a women's community too, Legendary Lady, which will be a little extension of Royal Lust for just like a women's women's group. Um, it's important that that women feel safe because if the women don't feel safe, then nothing's nothing. Happening. Nothing's happening. It's gonna just it's just gonna destroy itself. So <laughs> Royal Lust is about women feeling completely safe and, and yeah. feeling good. And getting what, getting and having the experiences that they want. And it's not just about using, like, using their body like Playboy did. Like, that's just ridiculous. That needs to stop. (laughs) Those kind of things need to end.
0: Mm. Mm. Where is it for the men?
1: For the men? For the men, it's like, having account for men it's like having accountability having having a community to hold them accountable to to really make it known how important it is for them to to step up and be powerful as a man and and to to, to not use their powers as a man for for evil to manipulate to control to actually use it to help, to serve, to care mm. about women, to care mm. about the world, to care about themselves and their other, and other men.
0: Yeah.
1: To be an example.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have fun along the way too, don't worry guys. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, this is just like the the deep like meaning and intention behind royal lust, what it, what it truly is. The um the fun is the forefront, like enjoying ourselves and having fun is a huge priority. All right. <laughs> Wait, we have to blow off a popper. Oh yeah. Bring it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's in that uh, gold thing. All right. Are you ready? I'm gonna do this. Wait. Do I
0: have to hold this too, or can I set it down? Oh, you can just set that down. Here. here Whoop.
1: Wait, so you go yeah. like this and you pull it? Hold on, Pulling, ready? Wait, wait, go through it on
0: the count of three. All right. Ready? Wrap it around your finger like this.
1: Wait,
0: wrap it around my finger? Yeah. Wait, pull it more so it comes out like this fully. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, ready, one, two, three. three.